I'm Leanne Spencer, founder of Body Shop Performance Limited, best-selling author, TEDx speaker, and your host. This is the Remove the Guesswork podcast, the show where I interview influential people in the health, fitness, and well-being space to bring you the latest ideas on how to optimize your mind, body, and well-being. The show is brought to you by my company, Body Shop Performance. We create total solutions to optimize your health by focusing on sleep, mental health, energy, body composition, digestion, and fitness. We work with busy professionals on a one-to-one basis for six or 12 months using the latest science and technology. And Body Shop also work with businesses who want to create a culture of energy, vitality and performance and position well-being as a competitive advantage. Find out more at bodyshopperformance.com and enjoy the show. Hello, welcome to the Move the Guest Work podcast. Doing something a bit different this morning, as you can probably hear, I'm out and about. I'm your host, by the way, Leanne Spencer. I'm in a local park with the dog. It's a crisp, I don't know, we call, still call it winter, crisp winter's morning. And we're having a very early walk at first light because I've got a busy day ahead. And I thought I'd have a go at recording the Insights episode as we walk around the park. So you may be able to hear some honking ducks in the background, some geese rather. You may hear birdsong as well. And perhaps the odd sound of chatting joggers running past, but to be honest with you, there aren't many of those at the moment. So, yeah, well, uh, let me know what you think of the format and whether hearing the sounds of the great outdoors changes how you receive the podcast, perhaps. And this is an insights episode. So for those of you new to the show, this is a 10 minute or less episode where I talk about an idea or a concept or something that's, that's come up that has resonated with me and I think could be impactful for you. And I want to talk a bit this week about why measuring with calories isn't the most effective way to kind of gauge your intake and that there are other more important concerns, but also other things you need to balance out as well as caloric intake. Now, fundamentally, an energy balance is energy in, energy out. So it's in pure calorific terms, the number of calories going in needs to match the number of calories going out if you want to maintain your weight or it needs to exceed calories going out if you want to gain weight or be lower than calories out if you want to lose weight. It is a simple caloric calculation or or energy balance if you like. But it isn't in fact as simple as that because if you're eating a 2,000 calorie a day diet, you could do that with a couple of Snickers and maybe half a soft drink. And obviously there's very few nutrients in that. And that's why I think it's a very simplistic way of measuring and not the only way you should measure. I think what is more important And there are lots of studies that link this to longevity, and that's longevity of overall health span. So I heard it described really well the other day as not the years in your life, but the life in your years. And that's really what we're talking about when we talk about longevity of health span. A glycemic variability is what I'm talking about, or in other words, blood sugar regulation, blood sugar management. So when you eat something that is high on the glycemic index, and you can Google that if you want to find out which foods are high on it, it causes a very rapid blood sugar spike. Examples of foods that do this would be the obvious, like refined carbohydrates, pan au chocolat, croissant, for example, seeing it's breakfast time when I'm recording this. Also, the popular diet food, rice cakes, scores very, very highly on the glycemic index. And then other things like white rice, but it will depend on individual to individual. Something that spikes my blood sugar may not spike yours. So it's very personal and you can test to see what kind of food you're sensitive to. But generally speaking, you, you can do it by intu- intuitively, if you like. Or you can just look up the glycemic index. So what happens is 
the body likes to maintain homeostasis, which essentially is maintaining equilibrium by staying the same. And in order to do this, what happens when we ingest the food that spikes our blood sugar is the pancreas will release insulin. Insulin is a fat-binding hormone that binds to that glucose. Morning. Binds to that glucose and then takes it down to the liver, the muscles, and ultimately the fat cells. And that way it regulates our blood sugar. So you have high blood sugar, insulin response brings our blood sugar back down. The issue is if you're having something that really spikes your blood sugar, then you're going to get this corresponding big dip in blood sugar. And what a lot of us will do, particularly in office environments, is then we'll reach for coffee or biscuits or anything that's readily available, which is normally refined carbohydrates, and that will send our blood sugar back up. And then it goes down again. And on we go in that kind of seesaw. So from an energy point of view, we definitely want to have stable blood sugar. So when you consider what to eat, yes, of course, think about the calories, but also think about the effect it has on your overall blood sugar levels. So you can use the glycemic index available on Google to very easily measure that, but also eat a food and take a little bit of time to reflect on how it makes you feel. Do you get a really high blood sugar spike after you've eaten it? Or actually, does it give you some fairly stable energy? If you feel this big surge in energy and a corresponding dip, it's not a great food for you. So that's the main consideration. We also know that longevity is impacted by glycemic variability. That is how often you take your blood sugar up and down. But in terms of general health, it's also good practice to maintain fairly, fairly stable blood sugar levels. And apart from anything else, energy is what most of us are seeking more of. And if you want good, stable amounts of energy to fuel you through the day that you want to have, then you need to have some sort of stability around blood sugar. So that's my main and really important point. And there are lots of studies linking glycemic variability to longevity and to various other health concerns. So if you just Google that, you'll find all that info as well. And then the other thing, of course, is nutrients. I touched on this with my yeah, slightly exaggerated analogy of a couple of Snickers and half a soft drink. But you also need to consider the nutrients in food. It isn't enough just to eat the requisite amount of calories. We have different requirements for nutrients. Some of us are more sensitive to certain macronutrients than others. And it will also depend on your, your daily load, your daily strain, on a sort of fairly consistent basis and an ad hoc basis. So if, for example, you have a day of increased activity, mental perhaps, as well as physical, you perhaps need to up your nutrient level. And being clear on what kind of nutrients are contained within foods I think is important. Eating clean, whole foods, that old cliche, is very, very true. And the one rule of thumb that I really like is if uh, one of our ancestors, caveman or cavewoman, was to walk into the room and look at the food on your plate, would they be able to recognise that food? Would they think, hmm, Cornish pasty and baked beans, I don't recognise that. That, that. that plate of food bears no resemblance to anything I'm used to. Or would they see the potatoes and the vegetables and a chicken breast or piece of fish and think, yep, I know what that is. That's a pretty good rule of thumb. And those kind of foods, by the way, will give you stable blood sugar energy. So being aware of the nutrient content in food, having some perhaps awareness of what your nutrient demands are. And what I really like for this as well is some sort of regular testing to see what your micronutrient levels are at. And the company we use is a company called Fourth, Fourth with Life. We have a discount code available for them, which I'll put into the show notes. 
But they're a company that send out a blood testing kit in the post to you. It's a slender little box, and it fits through every letterbox, so there's no traipsing down to Royal Mail to pick the thing up. And it's a finger prick test. You can also order by a phlebotomist, by the way, which is someone that will come out and take the blood for you. The finger prick test is, as the name suggests, it's a little tiny needle in a plastic device. You prick your finger, you surrender a small amount, a tiny little container of blood, and that gets analysed. Now, I do this on a rolling six-month basis, so I can keep a constant eye on things like iron, vitamin D, vitamins B6, B12, my cholesterol levels, my liver performance, thyroid performance. Did I say D3? Uh, that's one I keep a close eye on. And various others. There's about 21 biomarkers, I think, that it looks at in total. And that way, you can find out exactly what your real-time levels are at. And that's, I think, where the clever money is. It's understanding... On a regular basis, okay, my cholesterol levels have gone up, what I need to do to bring them back down. And then six months later, you can measure the effectiveness of whatever it is you've done to bring them back down because you're doing that regular testing. And that way, you can make sure that whatever you're eating is giving you what you need. So in summary, calories, interesting to keep perhaps a tab on your calories in the very short term, but it is a really ineffective way of measuring how much new, how much goodness you're getting into the body. And it can also be, by the way, if you're following a calorie-based diet, quite an ineffective way to control the foods you're taking in. Calories in food can actually be out by up to 20%. So a 100-calorie snack that you think you're consuming could actually be either 80 calories or 120. So you could be getting a lot less than you're expecting or a lot more. So think about nutrients, think about glycemic variability, think about stable energy levels, and that will serve you far more effectively than certainly isolating calorie content alone. So that's it from me. Check out our Health IQ quiz if you haven't done so already. You can jump on the website, which is bodyshopperformance.com. Scroll down, click take the test, and you'll get a free personalized health report covering sleep, mental health, energy, body composition, digestion, fitness. And if you have any concerns around health, that's a really great place to start. Thank you for listening. I've really enjoyed recording this as I amble around the park, so I'm now going to take the headphones off, enjoy the walk in peace and quiet. All the best for now. Thank you for listening. Interested in finding out what your health IQ is? Jump on our website, www.bodyshotperformance.com and click on Take the Test. It'll take you through to a short two to three minute test. And at the end of that, you'll get a scorecard and a free 39 page report based on our six signals, sleep, mental health, energy, body composition, digestion, and fitness. And if you've enjoyed this episode, please think of someone who could really benefit from the content and hit that share button and send it across to them. And of course, don't forget to subscribe and leave us a rating and a review. Thank you very much for listening.